there are men who never noticed that the word thermos is like the word Thanos, which makes thermoses a lot more interesting. There are men who never noticed that Chris Evans has played Captain America and the Human Torch, and it would be cool if you could combine those powers, like super cool. And then there's Adam Bernstein and Doug Bost, two men who should have better things to do, but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. Grown-ass men. I am the watcher. For countless eons, I've observed your world. Lately, I have peered into all realities. What if things had turned out differently? Only I know I am the watcher. Mine is the power to see what was on the watcher and what might have been. Sam Mistandry is here to talk with us uh, today, our special guest, talking with us about one of the unsung heroes of the Marvel Universe, I is think. Is he a hero? Is he? We don't know. He doesn't... He's a guy who... He's supposed to be impartial. He's, he's never had his own series. He's never had a book that's just called The Watcher. No, not that I know of. You he s- was in Strange Tales a Yeah, lot. you were confirming that I, I remember reading some kind of stories just like the way Tales of Asgard was in Thor. And you're saying it was Strange Tales. He was a he took up half of the book in Strange Tales for a bunch of issues. But he's usually just it seems like he's always a good device for an omniscient narrator. Like all of a sudden they're like, hey, how do we explain, you know, what's going on when it's through somebody's POV? Yeah. And then okay, let's pull get him in there and just and if anybody if, if people know him, it's it's either through the original FF series with Galactus, or it's from What If, because he was the host of What If. He oh, was like that's the, right. For yeah, so many that, years, I like every was, What If issue would start, start with him. with him. For I know these things. For I am the Watcher. You know he, right. but he, but that made him kind of like the, the mysterious traveler from the old radio shows. And he was really connected to Silver Surfer too. It seemed, I guess, because. Galactus is so They're cool. all in there together. Galactus yeah. and Silver Surfer. And they're all like these, you know, cool Lee and Kirby creations. Right. But it's this weird thing. You know, why is there this giant baby on the moon? <laughs> Wearing a toga. Yeah. With <laughs> enormous head. But the Watcher, if you don't know what the Watcher looks like, uh, and I urge you to just Google like him right res- away. A sumo wrestler. You, you kinda, if you just Google... The Watcher Kirby, you're gonna, he's gonna pop right up. He is like a, he's a giant baby, he's a man yeah. baby, man baby, and, and allegedly too, he's a different size. Like I, I, I don't his know size is they, variable. Yeah, they draw him just differently, or if it's part of his being. A he always seems super huge to me. He, he lives, can be. The, the, like, it, at his essence, he lives on the moon, and he watches Earth. He watches everything that happens on Earth. Well, there's with, Uatu who's who's assigned to Earth. Like there are other Watchers. Yes, yes. Then Uatu. Is, Uatu is lives on the moon and he watches Earth, and he first gets involved with the Fantastic Four when they're he wants them to fight <laughs> some guy and his gorillas, the Red Ghost and his gorillas, <clears throat> and then he has vowed never to get involved, but he breaks that he vow had, yeah. constantly. <laughs> it's just like Spock is never supposed to show emotion, and he shows emotion in every <laughs> episode. Throughout the 60s, 
he was in the Fantastic Four mostly. He got his own book for a little yeah. while. He was in Strange Tales, and then he was the host of a series called What If, which is a, which now like every comic is What If. Basically, it's all this alternate universe stuff. Like, what if Spider-Man had not gotten his? You're powers? absolutely right. Everything is What If now. Yeah, the backstory on them, like why they just watch, was that originally. The, uh, the the watchers had sh- they, like they used to share their technology and knowledge with other species. And right. Finally, there was somebody called the Prosilicans the yeah. or something, and they gave them their tech and knowledge, and then they flourished for a while, but then ultimately created nukes and just like killed themselves. And they blamed the watchers. The yeah. Priscilla when the watchers came back to see how they were doing with their technology. The Priscillicans were like, how dare you? You've done this to us. us. You've destroyed So then the Watchers said, well, all we can do from now on is observe. Right. They remind me a little bit of the Heine heads on on (laughs) Star Star Trek. 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 (laughs) You know, but Uh they're really scummy, and they're five years later than the origin, so... Do they have a technical name? Because we always in school referred to them as the Heine heads, head, the heads, heads or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but on, the show, the on the show, is there a, like I don't, I don't know. know. I was thinking more of that creature that's in the end credits of Star Trek that always looks so weird. Oh, with the, the eyes, eyes. Yeah. yeah, the giant eyes. <laughs> and he's got some sort of a neck thing too. He's got like a cow. He, but that guy is like a false. It's like the Wizard of Oz, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's the fall, the fake face behind somebody else. Well, I just went and read Fantastic Four 13. I actually read 14, too, but which has Submarine in it, which was a nice, which was a better issue than 13. But 13, 1961, is the first appearance of The Watcher. Yeah. And it's the same kind of thing, where he's just like the bystander who's watching what's going on. And well, The question, too, is, is he, like, because he's uh, from reading up on... on uh... Him recently and going back through issues that I've had of him in it, he he seems to be able to watch everything, which I don't like. I guess we're not supposed to be able to comprehend being able to watch everything and everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. You think he'd be like Santa Claus, you know, because he's supposed to be watching everybody. But even how does Santa do that? Yeah, how, how's it possible? <laughs> well, I was I think thinking it's, it's. I think it's a misconstrued understanding of what Buddhism is. In that you're like he's wearing a robe. Right, like a Buddhist robe, sort of, yeah, kind yeah. of. I mean, he has like a little cowl aspect to his robe. Some Elvis yeah. yeah, he has an Elvis, <laughs> an Elvis thing. Right, but he's, his neck. he's wearing kind of robish things and like the idea that like, you know, in Buddhism that you're just kind of observing, right? But the thing is, is that Buddhists, in the true sense, from the way I understand it, they don't just observe. Their action has to be a big part of it. You know, so you act for causes of justice and love and whatever, you know? So I almost feel like the Watcher is like like a misinformed understanding of what the Buddha hmm. and Buddhism is about. That was what I got when I read those two issues again. So then, much later, they, they have a series uh, called Original Sin. Right, where they, uh, somebody shot him. Right, somebody kills. kills him, yeah. The Watcher. But in that series, you actually learn a lot about The Watcher at the beginning because Nova goes up to the moon to, I guess, visit him him or be taught by him or something like that. And what he figures out is not only is The Watcher married by then and he has a kid, he has a wife, I can't remember what her name is, Ulana or something. The Watcher has a wife? Yeah, The Watcher gets married. (laughs) 
and I, I, you know how they that's not really big, watching big mortgage on the moon and, that's not and, really watching that's more he's, like he's got participating property. but he's always off by himself just like any you know husband he just wants to go off into his blue area of the moon and work by himself and yeah but uh what nova figures out is that the watcher is watching all these parallel dimensions so that he can figure out what went wrong with the Priscillicans. Mm. Because basically the Watcher's father is the one who gave the technology to the Priscillicans that made them destroy their civilization. So the Watcher is now heartbroken that his father has this terrible reputation and he's looking through all these parallel dimensions to see if there's an instance where his father gave technology to somebody and it worked out positively mm, so that he can kind of clear his dad's name. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I remember reading the original. I don't know if I didn't. I think that original sin spread through. Didn't that, that, that spread through all the comics? Was yep. it just the, no, it was one of those. I remember yeah. reading like a, like a trade of, of, uh, of it, but I think it was the core. Like it wasn't the spinoffs. It was the right. core of it. And the only thing that got me frustrated with that was that uh, I think... Like they're look, like it was something with Nick Fury, and he was like a life model decoy. So it was almost like one of those clone things. Where you're like, ah, yeah, not another clone. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, because nobody dies except for Uncle Ben. <laughs> they can't kill anybody. But apparently, the Watcher's dead after original yeah, sin. sin. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna find a way to bring him back. But, but there's other Watchers. Maybe they'll maybe they'll, they'll bring come him take or maybe Ulana farm will take team. Over. You know, like. <laughs> farm team Watchers. Well, I'm looking at this great Kirby cover of Fantastic Four forty eight. Very That's famous, awesome. right? Oh, yeah. The first Galactus, great one. right? And like he's just ready with his robe. I mean, That's... he's like a Greek. He's like in Greece. Did, right? did, you, told did you catch when you were talking about reading the in fourteen and FF fourteen? FF fourteen. Thirteen is the one with um, yeah, with the Watcher, and fourteen. Is uh, with, fourteen is the so thirteen. So thirteen. Um, the the Red Ghost guy. He's got the he's got the gorillas that he right he uh, they go up in the ship and get exposed to the cosmic rays and the superpowers, but is that now also oh, that's sixty what that's got to be like sixty four sixty five what year that came out it's got to be sixty three I think it's sixty three yeah still well I that, thought it was a little earlier because if it's but... fourteen issues in that's once a month that's a year after they started what year did they start sixty sixty one is oh wow really I think oh, so Spider Man yeah. sixty three so anyway so yeah it's still really early in the Cold War kind of yeah error and then. They they mentioned like so like was that almost a goof on um, like Leica the dog like okay now they're gonna throw some apes up and you know yeah maybe right and, yeah because then Sue there's like some of my cop like, I, I was thinking about that and then Sue says uh, about those gorillas she goes oh they're like the communist masses in, innocently enslaved by their evil leaders so that's totally Stan throwing some Cold War shade. Oh yeah, right. Like I uh, mean, there was a lot of that oh, in Thor too. So much Cold War, like I never caught it as a kid. Yeah, but now I was like, wow. I mean, now it's just it's just reeking of that stuff. All that, all the issues, every book is like so much anti-communist. Uh, Iron Man is always fighting like the the Chinese, Chinese. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Chairman and, Mao, and bad news. Thor yeah. is up against you know I think he's up against somebody who's called like the communist or something like that. <laughs> so he's got some. Was well, yeah right. That was in the early Thors, yes. right? <laughs> the communists. I don't think that was his name, but something. right, it was something like that. Brosif Stalin, right? <laughs> in that issue that we were talking about, Fantastic Four uh, thirteen, the, there's a page, page fifteen, where it's a splash page for a duel in the dead city. Yeah, it's so beautiful. The Kirby 
artwork is so gorgeous and it's not like any artwork not like any comic book artwork at the time or or now except you know like Mignola tries to do that kind of stuff but it's like it's so it's a little more two dimensional compared to yeah it's so deep and the, the characters are so dwarfed by their surroundings and then you were saying something amazing about that issue I was <laughs> oh right I'm sorry I spaced out I was <laughs> well, I was saying that Steve Ditko inks those, and like, which I, I, I never knew that Ditko I never, inked anybody. Yeah, I didn't think that, that he would be in the same room. Yeah, just like, with, I can't imagine being in the same room with any of those guys to like, oh, to even hand over the art. You know, like, how did it even get the art? You know, it would be like shipped. You know, was Ditko at, like? I know after he kind of disappeared from comics, he's been like more reclusive. Was he? That guy was he kind of a little to himself even during the heyday, or was he? You know what I mean? Like that was a sense actively I got. chummy with the bullpen because I my thought my vision of him is always being a little more like kind of. I like, think he is. I mean, we but, sort of got that impression a little bit from Reed Tucker when we yeah. talked to Reed about th- those characters, but he was, but he certainly wasn't a recluse like he became later. Oh, okay, okay. I think he was more like you know one of the Involved, one of the guys, yeah. but he like had. His philosophy was king to him. I mean, it's funny. Not Kirby. I just, it's hard for me to even think of him as an inker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of just doing somebody else's work. But they they didn't have that many people working. I mean, I guess Vince Coletta was probably not available yet. Or even then. I loved this. He was involved in crime. When I was looking up, you know, some of the stuff that the Watcher's done uh, over the years, uh, when... (laughs) He's always popping up in the Fantastic Four. And when Reed and Sue uh, got married in the Fantastic Four, during their wedding, the Watcher stopped a horde of supervillains by bringing them all to the blue area of the moon and erasing their memories. And he said that Reed and Sue could have their honeymoon on the blue area. They could have... what? How romantic, you know, (laughs) that they could have their honeymoon in the blue area of the moon. And he also told them... (laughs) He told them that... They would be the only people in the galaxy who he would not be watching that night. <laughs> oh man, is that well, see, like in that King are... Size Annual Number One or something? Yeah. That or... also begs the question. Yeah, like, is there ever a time where the Watcher is kind of like, you know, he's looking out and then he catches like the Hulk doing some manscaping and he's in an uncompromising position and he's just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to go there. I don't. <laughs> right, and he's like the J. Edgar Hoover of he's, he's got all the dirt, dirt on, on everybody. everybody. He can like. Make but anybody he can't do act what he, on it. So, right. I mean, um, the other thing with him is that, like, you know, you're used to comic book heroes being like dynamic and powerful and acting upon things, not just observing. So, as far as like action goes, he kind of makes Charles Xavier look like Jet Li. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. He really, but he he's the biggest hypocrite in the Marvel universe. The Watcher. The Watcher. He's like, I will not. I will only observe. That's what I do from here, except for every issue where I interfere. <laughs> right. <laughs> except for constantly interfering, I will only observe. <clears throat> I mean, it just always reminds me, though, like Silver Surfer, Galactus, you know, the Watcher, like all those cosmic concepts. It's incredible that they had the imagination for that stuff. Now, 
I don't know if you've been seeing like we have incredible photos of Pluto. Yeah, of the yeah. furthest planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like we finally seeing what Pl it's incredible to see that. But then like, it was just wow. speculating. You know, they were, that, that's that was in everybody's imagination. Yeah, they're right. Just, yeah. But they like really went with it. You know, it's so great to see how they do it. You know, and now, so many years later, 50, 60 years later, you know, we're seeing like these pictures. The you know detailed pictures of Pluto, I don't know, blows my mind, it's so great. So We've cool. talked about that before, that the uh, issues, yeah. it was like 48, 49, 50, those yeah, issues. Right. All the best Fantastic Four ideas happened like within the space yeah. of a few months. Um, and in that, the Watcher knows that Galactus is coming, but he fails. He tries to stop Galactus, and he fails. Mm. Years later, in 2002 or something like that, there was a what if issue. What if issue uh, 200? They got uh, Stan Lee kind of got a do over and he wrote a story what if the Watcher had killed Galactus? It's that late, yeah, and it's written wow. by Stan, yeah. And so, in that story, the Watcher succeeds, kills Galactus, and then all the other Watchers show up and put Uatu on oh, trial, trial. Yeah. right? Yeah. And read tries to defend him, and they even try to spring him from jail. They go to whatever the planet is where they're putting the Watcher on trial, and they try to spring the Watcher from jail, and the Watcher says, no, no, I must take the punishment. And the punishment is that now the Watcher is Galactus. Which is awesome. Right. He's got to put on, like, the Galactus suit, and he's got to devour worlds. And right. It's great. They I never show you Galactus actually eating, like, devouring, or do they? Because he's always like, you always see like, the, or at least from what right. I remember, that you know something is the planet's gone or he devoured it, but you never see the. You never see the meal time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you never it. see him like, you know, digesting afterward and sort of you know expelling because it's got to be. You know, it's he a eats lot of these, food. Yeah, the whole planet is a lot of food. Right? It's true. I don't think I've ever seen him. Yeah, I just wondered what the process is like. Is there an appetizer? <laughs> Yeah, a small moon, a satellite. I don't know. Appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about the the F, the great ideas in the FF stuff, and I happened to catch another thing in that um, in thirteenth one with the 13. watcher. There's a they they need to get from point A to point B. I think it's on the moon, and Reed of course has is like oh, I have this great idea, and he just builds this sort of like cylinder, and then he puts Johnny Storm in the cylinder, yeah. and he becomes a jet. He like makes like a jet that they kind of ride on top of right and like I, I'm a big fan of when they take characters and turn them into uh, Ships. a generator of sorts I like, love what a complainer Ben is too like he's like yeah, nobody's paying attention to me so I guess I'll just climb in by myself nobody's giving me a lift into the rocket I'm gonna do it all by my lonesome He's just—he's constantly bitching and about how nobody that likes him. He's a great pilot; like he just can't let it go, right? He's like, I guess I got nothing to part. do except to hang out here on the moon by myself. <laughs> it's so funny, like when you go back to Hulk issues, like say in the '60s and '70s, talk about being alone. Like every issue is about him yeah. being alone. You know? But I think, and that's also why, as a kid, like there were certain things that tapped into such. Universal kid outcast yeah. growing up thing. There's all these themes that you don't like that seem really simple, but like as a kid, you're like, Oh, that's me, I'm that outcast, that weirdo that nobody Yeah, did. and the Hulk was like a primal alone character, almost like the coyote and roadrunner. Like he was just always out in the desert, uh, sitting on a cliff, yeah, 
by him, you know, sitting on yeah. a butte somewhere, <laughs> just hoping that the army wouldn't catch up with him. Yeah. Is there any Hulk with the Watcher? See, I'm I sure there is. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, be, I'm right? sure there's more appearances. Like I just went through there a few things. Oh, there must be so, so many much. appearances. But again, right? like he doesn't like he's just kind of telling you like he's basically just sort of like uh, what's his face in the Twilight Zone, right? He, um, um, uh, Rod Serling. Yeah, yeah, he comes on and goes, "Hey, I'm going to give you this tale from you know." Introduces the, the right, right. There's some talk on the internet that because Stan Lee makes uh, cameos in all the movies across. Yes studios right that he's actually a watcher or the watcher in that he's in all these stories he's, <laughs> the, he's, the, one, the, he's the one thread it makes in, total sense in every one of you know and then he at the last at the gardens of the galaxy 2 at the end he is on the moon with the watchers and they're walking away and i don't remember if he Right. I don't know if he is one or he's just going, hey guys, like I need a lift or whatever. Yeah, I, but think, yeah, I think he's he's not a watcher, but he's talking to he's the watcher. to them and they won't pay attention to something. Yeah. But so somebody, it's an interesting, I mean, I don't, I'm sure they didn't kind of put it in that way in, in the onset, but it's an interesting right. premise that... Uh, to, uh, to get serious about Stan Lee for a second, have you heard about the stuff that's happening to him in his personal life? Apparently... He's been cut off from all of the people who have worked with him over the years. His lawyer, his bodyguard, his housekeeper. And he, uh, people are saying that his money has been absconded and that people are taking advantage of him. That there are people who've sort of weaseled well, their way him, in like, and taken over his life and really? have, have uh, Just built, spent all him. his money and that he's in terrible shape. <clears throat> You see, you can look it up online. There's a lot of artists and writers like Neil Adams who are really concerned about Stan and concerned about what's going on. They're trying to get, they're actually trying to get the LAPD involved wow, because it's heard. a neglect. You know, it's a case of, you know. Yeah, I haven't heard. I knew he was ill. He was in the hospital, right? Well, they apparently whoever is representing him now and working with him now figured out a way to... <clears throat> accuse his former caretaker who's apparently a really good guy and has looked after him for years accuse him of elder abuse and they got the LAPD to come out to the house and even though the LAPD didn't see anything wrong necessarily they uh, publicized it as if something bad had happened and used that to get this guy away from Stan Lee Wow. It seems like a That's you know, too bad. terrible thing. Jeez. I mean, it would suck you to have your last years like <laughs> dealing with that kind of nonsense. Yeah. What what else about the watcher? I mean, do you like the watcher? Like do you get psyched when he's in an issue? You know, like I know certain people they're in there, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm psyched for this, you know. So not excited, but I like him. I you do like him. like him. Yeah. That's the thing with these like comic books that have been around for so many years it's so hard i mean i've said this time and time again in these episodes it's so hard to figure out where to go with these characters to keep them fresh but that's, that's why what it's I mean. amazing when somebody finally comes up and I, like i remember oh, i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna remember who wrote it now but i remember somebody did a, a series on on jamie madras multiple men and i'm like how stupid right. could this be and it was great he was him as like a pi and it was awesome, and I'm like, this is a, how could you take a character, even or even characters sure. that like, th nobody's really all that interested in, and then all of a sudden turn, so, turn it like the current miracle man, 
or that yeah. issue, yeah, exactly. that series of the vision, yeah, which yeah. you turned me on. But it's to. even harder. But it's even harder when it is a Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, when characters you just they've been around for 50, 60, whatever it is, years at this point. How do you turn that into something new? It's yeah. got to be hard. <laughs> it's got to be hard to do something interesting with the Watcher, just because he's such a big giant baby yeah. that giant head like it limits you and your storytelling ability well, he can't a little do anything bit. i mean he's not supposed Although, to i will say this how could he even have sex with his wife on it let's be honest <laughs> because the head two is too big? their heads are too big the bodies are too small what happens well, man, what makes you think that their genitalia is where their ah, you know oh. enjoyable things are or maybe it's in their head. They connect those heads and woo, baby, come on. blowing my mind right now. I guess you're right. <laughs> Literally. Wow. But um, wouldn't it be great in the current episodes of Jessica Jones if all of a sudden she like <laughs> opens up her freaking office and there's the watcher. Just a big And head. he's like, all right, you got to cool out. That would you're make everything okay. emotional. Oh. The watcher and the vision. Like they're like, this is not working out for you. You're very stressed out. Yes. We are. And they here. come in, and the and the watchers like, I I have come from another time to tell you, please use a, a different facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be great. Have you seen any of the new Jessica Jones? I have. I I, I you guys I think have discussed. I'm I ha, I'm. I will watch any comic book stuff, but I've been really disappointed with a lot of the Marvel yeah, run yeah. on Netflix. Like, I love Daredevil, but I just watched it and I'm like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's... I'm just... Yep. Um, I'm having trouble with the Jessica Jones right I, now. It's, the writing is so It's bad. just such a bad, like, soap opera. Yeah, it's just like, it's gonna... Uh, we got through half of it with my, with my wife, <clears> and I'm like, we're six hours in and nothing's really happened. Like, nothing I can happened. solve this case in two minutes, you know. Yeah. Get this well, we've thing. talked about this before. Did you watch The Punisher? No, should I? But I, or did you say that I you think the Punisher the is the best? Yeah, it was. I good. think it's the best of well, the, it's also Mar the easiest Marvel to Netflix. Kind of just you know, he doesn't have to. There's no otherworldly stuff he has to deal with. It's just kind of like. Yeah, there was balls, more meat. There was just a lot you know. more meat to it, so it was more interesting, you know. But like, I mean, I've watched two or three episodes of the current, and I'm just like, oh my god, I can't get through it, man. No, I mean, I will. But like, because you're a completist. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I am a completist. I'm an archivist at right. heart. And like, I don't know. Like, I'm. I started because Mary's really into the Crown. I went to the beginning. I started to watch the Crown. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> the Crown is that's good. Queen this, that's, a, that's yeah. Elizabeth's story. Yeah, and it's a lot. I mean, it's not a superhero thing yeah. by any means, you know. But the writing's good. The acting's good. There's good things that happen every single yeah, episode heard, heard. about the history of England. It's like. There's meat. There's yeah. meat to get in there. You know, you come so away you like, with something. You like the crown. Yeah. I like the Punisher. What do you, what do you what do you want? The new the new series the new thing that I like that I really love, but it's really in my wheelhouse was uh, the end of the fucking world. Did you see that? No. Um, it's a uh, two kids, two kind of it's like a mutant weirdo kid love story, but they're it's dark. What's it on? Uh, Netflix. It's a Netflix. Really? Like a, oh, wow. but it's, I'll check it out. I love, yeah. I love like weird I'm always looking love for stories something. where people are... But I guess what that means is that we are all the Watcher. I am the Watcher For countless eons I've observed your world Lately I have peered 
into all realities. What if things had turned out differently? Only I know I am the watcher. Yes, we're all the watcher. Well done. We are all the watcher. Sam, thank you for uh, being on this episode. Awesome to be here. Grown ass man.